Now it's time for the rural news with Monique Still. And Monique, the New Zealand Agricultural Show is underway in Christchurch. Tell us more. Yes, wood chopping, dog trials, rare breeds and a beautiful Belgian blue cow are all on display at the New Zealand Agricultural Show in Ototahi today. Thousands have poured through the gates this morning to check out the sights of the three-day event. Sally Murphy is there and joins us now. Hi Sally, what have you checked out this morning? Kia ora Monique. Well, I've been down at the cattle section where there are really strong entries this year because it's a Royal Agricultural Society event. There are 110 animals in 12 different breeds. Chair of the Cattle Committee, Andrew Stokes, says exhibitors have come from all over the country. He says getting some of the larger beasts into the show has been a bit of a challenge. There's a big black one in there that's just under two tonne. 2,000 kgs and we couldn't actually get him down the ramps here we actually had to go find another loading bank to actually unload him because he couldn't fit so yeah. Is that off the truck or getting him in? Yeah getting, they could get him onto the truck but they couldn't get him down the ramp where they unload normal cattle Mr Stokes says a huge amount of effort goes into preparing animals for the show. He says the judges are looking for many traits in the cattle but put simply they have to be able to walk, eat and breed they are the bulk standard beef cattle in the paddock. Um, most of them have come straight out of out of herds, of big herds, and yeah, we try and not preference them too much because that's what our clients, because we're really here trying to sell our, our studs to the clients, and that's what they want to see is just natural cattle. 16-year-old Shay Roskin bought her Belgian blue called Axel Rose all the way from Te Aroha in Waikato to show him at the event. So he's two years old and I breed them. So his, I brought his grandma and his dad from Sir Lockwood Smith and then she's just kind of produced me all my animals. So yeah. And why are you interested in that breed? I feel like their nature's quite good, like they're a real calm breed and yeah. And so what kind of effort went into bringing him to the Canterbury A&P show today? Um, well, there was a lot of preparing him with the show stick because I've always shown him as a yearling but he never was really interested in it. And then so that I put a lot of time in like teaching him the show stick and then I guess, yeah, just clipping him and that. That's Shay Roskam, and the judging of the cattle is currently underway. There's big crowds here, and the kids are loving it. Richard Lemon, who's been involved in organising the show for years, says the animals are always the highlight for everyone. And that's what our agricultural and pastoral industry is about. Um, the new developments within sheep and stock breeding, where we're using generated figures and that type of thing on production levels, uh, is now being introduced into the showing scene as well. So this really covers both of the, uh, those attributes. And, and you've been involved in the show for a very long time. How important is it to bring these animals and rural New Zealand to the heart of, of Central Christchurch? Oh, that, that's a real def, definite. We've got to showcase what the farmer is doing in such a sustainable way that you know, is going to promote agriculture. We need it. The country needs us. And we love also the families coming and we've got city farmyards where young urban children, it's their first opportunity, a lot of them, to see an animal, touch an animal, feel a pet lamb. 
That's Richard Lemon, and that's us from the New Zealand Agricultural Show here in Christchurch today. We'll have more during our rural bulletins throughout the week. Thanks, Sally. To other news, nitrogen loss on all the 30,000 hectares of dairy farmland across Canterbury is trending downward. An independent analysis of data from Farm Pollution Management Tool Overseer has found there was a 27% decrease in nitrogen loss on Canterbury's dairy farms between 2016 to 2021. Overseer Business Development Manager Alistair Taylor says farmers have driven, driven the change to reduce nitrogen leaching on their sites. Farm system change really led by the irrigation schemes. Um, so, you know, what we're looking at within dairy in, in, in Ashburton is predominantly irrigated farms, predominantly in the, in the irrigation schemes there. Um, and there's been a lot of extension support um, and also advice helping those farmers to, to, to learn to irrigate better, to manage effluent better, to use fertiliser better, um, and, and to consider all of those things. Yes, you need to make money, but you also need to be able to be considering the, uh, the effect on the environment. And so what we're seeing is, is that farmers are you know, taking that information and using it to make decisions within their farming systems to create what we hope are you know, more sustainable outcomes for them, both in terms of their economics, but also uh, importantly for, uh, for the environment. Alistair Taylor says they hope to do similar analyses in other dairy regions too. A Whakatane kiwi fruit business has been fined $35,000 for unlawfully taking more than double the amount of water it was allowed for irrigation. Terahu Orchard has been has pleaded guilty in the Tauranga District Court for taking 18 million litres of water in the 15 months up to February this year. Bay of Plenty Regional Council spokesperson Matthew Herricks says it's one of five prosecutions taken in the past 18 months for unauthorised water take. All of a similar magnitude. So this is the first one we've received our sentencing on, so we'll be interested to see where the other ones come at. But the judge was particularly concerned that he needed to make a strong enough penalty to send a deterrent message to the industry that it's it's not cost effective to avoid getting a consent for a water take. They went through the process of getting a resource consent to drill the bore, um, and then in our region you're allowed to take up to 35 cubic metres a day. Um, without a consent is, is what we call permitted volume, but most of the people that are in the kiwi fruit industry know that that's not close to what they need. Um, and for some reason, these guys didn't bother going through the process of getting a consent for water. So I guess the ironic thing is, there, had they gone through the process, they wouldn't have found themselves in this position. Matthew Herricks says consents help the council manage the water and let Tangata Whenua carry out its role as kaitiaki of the resource. And that's the rural news for today. Kia pai tora.